travelers to the Rule of Cool podcast, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast that's occasionally appropriate and frequently distracted. In the last episode, our adventurers further drove home the dangers of alcoholism during their downtime. The group is also proactive and purchase items for their upcoming adventure. Let's see how great their prep work is for this one. Without any further ado, I now present the Rule of Cool. This is the Rule of Cool, a D&D 5e actual play podcast. I am Sarah, your indecisive DM. And tonight, the boys are going to say, you know what? New year, new me. What are you doing to make 2020 a little bit better for yourself? This is Alex, and I play the character Reese, the lizard folk barbarian. I am going to go around and knock on doors and try to raise money for people that aren't our orange-haired president. Yeah, don't care. Boo. Political. <laughs> That's the only thing I care about in 2020. End of story. Hi, my name is Jason. I play Vaughn, the half-elf odd-made sorcerer. And for 2020, I've ate vegetables already, so... <laughs> I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I just want you to start putting pe- like old like pizza in the refrigerator. That's really all I want out of your... Bro, why would you, play- why would you ruin good uh, day-old pizza? Why wouldn't you? It's- <laughs> First of all, it's so good, Cole. Nah. You want him to do it because it's cold. I want him to do it because pizza, you, you're not supposed to. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've told him all of this. <laughs> it is technically a perishable. Yeah, I'm not letting it perish. There's enough like preservatives in the cheese and everything. We're fine. I'm not dead. I've never been <laughs> sick because of this. I promise you all, it's okay. The meat, maybe not. Just you got like a meat lover. Also, who's not who's not eating an entire pizza in one sitting? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Squad goals. <laughs> it's the second pizza he gets that he leaves out. Oh, okay. Was... <laughs> what about second pizza? <laughs> oh God. It's Jordan and I play the character Paleosquarian Aranzara, the sexy high elf rogue, and. If I were to have a resolution, it would be to drink more water than I do alcohol. Stay hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's water in alcohol. Like, Ooh, that's a good cow bar. It's going to be tough in Chicago, though. Yeah. Real tough. <laughs> the bars are open a lot later. <laughs> They're right outside my door. St. Patty's Day. And they, uh, do, yeah. they do a big there. Yeah, the Green they do St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Hi, everyone. This is Adam. I play Chadwick, the Cleric of Light. And this year, I'm to make my life a little better, I'm going to try to give a little less of a fuck about things, particularly my job. Not like, not give a fuck, like, but like, don't take shit to heart so much. And just like, whatever, it's cool. It is what it is, move on. So, what do you guys want to do? I think we should head to 
North Highland at some point. Awesome. You guys want to go today? Yeah. I assume so. Yeah. You guys want to go confirm with Dell that you're doing that, or are you just going to head there? Probably should. Yeah, confirm. we should probably find out who we need to go talk to first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 we I asked that question. But I think when we, I mean, we know our way around. We know people to talk to because yeah. we have been there. You have been there. You do know people there. Hey, let's go kill another goatman. Are you going to talk to Dell first or not? Uh, well, d- yeah, I think we. Uh, yes, let's I do that. So you guys head in. Dell looks much more rested than he did when you guys talked to him before. He looks like he's bounced back from. His period of intense trancing for trancing and meditating for visions looks at you guys, waits for you guys to talk to him. Reese pushes Chadwick forward. I'm sorry. I'm doing. I'm actually sorry. You're the one who talks to Dell. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, um, while um, while my companion okay. is uh apparently standing catatonic trying to figure out his whole points. <laughs> uh, you see a little loading icon in, on his body. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're we're going. You said it's North Highland. No, that's well. I mean, the vision I saw had a lot of snow, so that makes sense. North Highland, yeah. Unless unless you think of something different. I know that we've been there before, but refresh my memory. Who do you want us to go talk to when we get there? Um, who might have some more information of, about this vision that you had? I mean, well, if you. Because I, I know you have contacts all over, all over Mew. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, if she has time for you, um, you can go talk to Fahim again. If you remember the leader that um talked to you guys last time, her name is Fahim Nemtundrayud. Drawl- You're gonna have to. If you can't say it, then we're not putting it in <laughs> the podcast. Nemtundrayud, a female green dragonborn. You've met her before? Who was the one that we thought was the bad person the whole time, but in the end the, wasn't? Ma- the Matrix? Was no. it her? Yeah, wasn't it the ma- It was the... M- someone's kid was missing. Oh, it was 100% her. It was Fahim? Mariel? Yeah, she had been... Yeah, oh, Mariel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she... Remember, Mar- she had... She was... Oh, she was, she was the bad one guy. of the okay. things. Yeah. Yes, last time you went um, the lodging and sustenance spokesperson, Mariel Mirak was definitely the bad guy. <laughs> she was murdered and a hag took her place. A nightmare mm-hmm. hag took her place. So he goes, yeah, so, you know, you can probably find lodging there. And if Fahim has time for you, I'm sure she'd be a great asset. Well, we'll seek her out. Is there any other question? <laughs> yeah, Wait, just, is go. there any other question that anyone has before we just... Oh, d- hey, look, Del, um... What is, like, really good at killing people that are, like, Axon's followers? Like, hitting him in the face? Well, I am not sure, but each, I would assume, brings their own strengths and weaknesses. Or else why would you have so many different distinct <laughs> followers? <laughs> Extrapolating. Snow, maybe fire. But that's just a guess. It, do you, like, have any fire I can use? Um, well... And he looks at Vaughn and he goes, I'm sure your friend has such a strength in their arsenal. I'm gonna... I'm gonna You're right, I do. Yeah, I'm gonna look behind me and go, Me? 
Okay, look, that's good. I mean, I personally have that ability, but I'm not traveling with you, so... Hey, do you want to come with us? <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm busy here. Yeah, but like, we're going to be going for like a day max. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at me and he goes, mm, No. I've already done my questing. My adventuring. I'm now letting the younger generations take over. But thank you for thinking of me, Reese. Uh, you look, you're really welcome. <laughs> you're really welcome. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> yeah, because, oh, yes. Oh, yes, don't, don't forget. As long as you're doing a quest for me, telepoints are on me. And he waves his little fingers and your guild cards slash tattoos all now will charge telepoints to him. Good thing that you stopped by so you don't have to pay... To telepoint? Yes, yes, so as long as you're questing for me, I'm putting the bill. <laughs> for everything? Can we buy things on you? Well, I mean, well, I'll, I'll give you a reward when you get back, and then you can buy stuff. Yeah, go back oh, to Jim Viper. No. Hey, by the way, Jill said you gotta give me this. <laughs> yeah. But definitely don't text that him. constant charm now. <laughs> no. Yeah, put it on Dell's tab. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Dell. Yes, of course, um... Good, good luck, brave adventurers. Oh, dolls, all we need. You guys go to the telepoint. Bye. Yep. Okay, go to the telepoint. What does the telepoint look like, Sarah? The <laughs> circle of black stones <laughs> that you get on. Uh, go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, we know what this all. one looks like. Okay, yes. Yeah, so you get on the telepoint, and as the telepoint is engaging. Um, I cast sleep! <laughs> you knew you were rep- preparing to go to a very cold place, which you weren't prepared for. Do you know how... Have you ever gotten so cold you just start viscerally shivering from your core outwards? Yes. That starts happening, except it feels like your bones are frosting through and about to explode from the pressure of the shivers. When it feels like your skin can't contain the pressure of the bones that are about to explode out in a shivering mass of shards and pain, you land on a circle inlaid with black stones of varying sizes in a frozen desert of snow, snow swirling around you, drifting into piles in the land that you can see only avoiding the black stone of the circle and of the paths you see radiating out in different directions from the telepoint into the barren expanse of snow as far as you can see. Paths occasionally disappear into small drifts and depressions. One of the largest paths leads into the base of a smoking mountain behind you. The rest branch out into smaller paths with the smallest endings, the smallest paths ending in worn entries that dip down into the ground to doorways closed against the cold. In the distance, you can see a dragonborn scurrying along one of the paths, walking down into one of the ground openings and disappearing inside. You'll remember North Highland. A cold, unforgiving land 
on the surface, a warm, welcoming, communal civilization, underground, most of the buildings, most of the dwellings being long houses built into the permafrost with most of the agriculture and community gatherings happening in the volcano behind you. I have a vague memory of Jordan trying to find some weed in a volcano. Did that happen? Yes. <laughs> so, last time when you were here, you went into the volcano. You'll remember the entry is a path that runs parallel to a small magma stream that heats the way. Because of how cold it is, the heat does not feel uncomfortable. The path opens into a large hollow room that has been modified by magic to allow for stepped arable land to be suspended above and around the lava at the heart of the room. All sorts of hardy vegetables, grains, and even berries and grapes are being tended to by dragonborns of all ages and colors. At the back, across the chamber from where you would enter, is another smaller area set up as an amphitheater that you learned is capable of holding citywide meetings and events that need to be held outside of the smaller longhouse abodes. What Peleus did last time he was here was try to look among the growing plants for drugs. That is what you remember from the last time you were in North Highland. Feels like a lifetime ago. Hmm. Previously, you had met the Green Dragonborn leader, Fahim. You had met the merchant spokesperson of the area, Kelmsey. And you had heard of the Mother Dragon, although you never met the dragon itself. And we heard what rumors of like monsters out on the passes and stuff? Yes, you had heard rumors of monsters... People don't leave the city. I don't. Were those the hags? There were multiple hags, but you ended up dealing with them, so that's fine. You've arrived, and all of these memories just come flooding back to you of, you know, the houses you know that are underground, and the, you know, great crops that are being grown inside the volcano. I think, like, we'd show up there, and I'd just be like, the first thing I'd say is like, fuck, nothing ever prepares you for this cold. <sighs> <laughs> I'm just still fucking laying on the ground. <laughs> then I'll, I'll I'll kick uh I'll kick Vaughn and try to wake him. Like wake up, oh, you're gonna freeze out here. Oh, it's so cold. Reese picks him up immediately. Oh, why is it so cold? I forgot I forgot to put on my jacket before I cast sleep. Oh, so I'm like digging through my backpack to pull it out. While Reese is carrying oh, you, you're digging yeah. like. Ah. Hey, let's get, get inside. Like, it's cold as hell and yeah. we need to talk to people. So, if you recall, um, you can pretty easily find the merchant spokesperson who's in one of the longhouses underground. Um, you can find the lodging and sustenance location. You no longer know the person who works there, likely, as it was a hag that you killed. And then also, you recall that Fahim is likely to be found at this time of day in the volcano overseeing training. So Reese knows where to go, and he's going to go down one of these paths and just jump in like 30-foot leaping bounds down the path because he has these new boots, and he has to use yeah. them immediately. Yep. He doesn't even know where he's going. He just knows he has to go this way and Kay. jump. You do that. Reese, go to the volcano! Okay! And just... 
He just turns Start. left at the first left and hopes that's the way to the volcano. Well, the volcano is behind you. When you landed, you can clearly <laughs> you can clearly see a smoking mountain and a large path, single path leading to it. I as I would hope someone would point this out to him. Maybe the guy on his shoulder. I kind of want Vaughn to just like start pulling at your ears, like left ear to go left, right? Yeah. Like ratatouille. Onwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm still shaking up from it being cold, so I'm not gonna be very useful until I'm warmed oh up. I'm just like shivering. <laughs> Let's see if I can still do the Gaelic accent. Yes, there we go. Slightly Irish, Gaelic, Scottish, Welsh, and offensive to all four. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, 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 just, <laughs> and just, and just like slightly like Mrs. Doubtfire, just like yeah. slightly. Kind of wish that we just, had gone just with that. It's slightly offensive to all. <laughs> slightly yes, offensive to good. all. I'm sure you can head on down the path into the volcano. No one's going to stop you. Yeah, Reese figures it out. You pass a couple dragonborn on your way in. No one seems to pay you much of a mind. You're bounding and leaping with. A confidence that uh, no one's bothering to question. <laughs> I'm narrating in this voice so that I can actually maybe do it when I have to talk. I, I would assume <laughs> that uh, Peleus and I would get there first. Because I, I not because, I, I mean, I know that Alex or Reese can get there quicker than us. But I figure he has to go much more roundabout way to get there since he went the wrong way. And so yes, we can make it there first. I, also, I am much faster than all of you as For well. Sure. You, you can arrive at the same time. The other reason why I don't have a problem with you having those bootstraps is um, I don't really pay too much attention to distance between people in battle. No, I know. I don't care. It's just fun for me. Yes, because I'd rather you not waste an entire turn running after someone. So you can all arrive at the volcano entrance uh, roughly at the same time, I'd say. And I'll like, I'll try to like assert myself in the lead and try to find a dragonborn and like ask for directions to Fahim. You see dragonborn all around. Uh, so I just pick one and set and ask for the directions to Fahim. Say, oh yes, of course, sir. It's uh, she's uh going to be a little bit busy probably back in. Back in the office at the, you know, the the base of the amphitheater, but uh, she may be able to spare some time for you. I hope so. I think we're here on some pretty important business again. Yes, yes. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. Do you, do you need to be shown there, or? I, we know where the amphitheater is, way? right? Yeah, okay, it's so also. No, I think I think we can make our way there. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, just just let me know if you need. Uh, assistance or uh well anyone will be happy to help you sir thank you so much yes, what do all these dragonborns like look like when we walk they're past all them? women that was a man <laughs> <laughs> it was our joke remember uh, yeah that was a male we um, would have to explain that joke because just... no one else outside of this group has heard that we can we can cut that joke because it didn't really land true <laughs> The joke is that the first three people they met were all women, and they decided there weren't any men in the entire city. <laughs> yeah, we referenced that in like episode one or yeah. two and another That's time later. That's the joke, because Fahim, Kelmsey, Mariel were all women. 
Um, and so they decided this was a matriarchal society well, with also no a men. mother dragon. <laughs> yeah, There's I also a like, mother dragon. I feel like it was yes. pretty logical, but that's fine. Yeah. Yes. They also decided there were no men. And so, they were all nice to each other and shared things. Yeah, yes, men don't it's definitely do that. a communist society. <laughs> um, so as you're passing by all the dragonborn, you see dragonborn of all the different colors. Um, they're all wearing very basic, plain, like hemp colored warm weather clothing no nothing special no intricate detailing no unique flair warm weather to me that sounds like so, hot sorry, weather you know cold cold weather warm warm clothing gotcha warm cl- cold weather warm clothing yes clothing that makes the cold weather feel like you're in the warm weather yeah, that's like when I buy cold gear from like Under Armour. I'm like, does this make me cold or is it for the cold? And it takes me like <laughs> ten minutes to figure it out every time. Yeah. Okay. So you're able to find your way back to the office at the back of the amphitheater. The door is open. Okay. Well, I'll politely knock and then like kind of step in since it's open. A tall female. Green dragonborn, um, who does not look old except around her eyes that show she is one of the elders of the community, turns to you, looks at you for a moment, and then recognition, you know, sparks in her eyes, and she uh, gestures for you to enter, and she says, Well then, gentlemen, uh, how, how can I be of assistance to you? It's not been too terribly long since we've last seen each other. It's very nice of you to come visit. It's very nice to see you again, Fahim. I wish, uh, I wish that, you know, we weren't, we only, you know, that we, uh, we're meeting on better terms. uh, uh, It's nice to meet you again, Fahim, or see you meet, nope, nope, I still can't fucking talk. Hey, can you someone else talk for us? Jesus, what is my problem? Has it gotten colder around here? It's... It's it's good to see you again too, Chadwick. I wish, I wish we didn't always come up here when there was a problem. Oh, there's another problem, huh? Yeah. Um, so, well, you know we work for the, the Guild of the Oracle, right? Yes, yes. Uh, Del's a good personal friend of mine. Yeah, well, we think he had a a vision about you all. About here, up here, somewhere. Oh, oh dear. Before we go any further, is this, um, you know, a vision or is this a, a Rob vision? Is it, uh, the nature of the vision. Is it a, you know, a vision, or is it a, um, a sensitive nature? Do I need to close the door? Yeah, yeah, close Oh, the- we probably should, yeah. Very good. Very I'll mage hand the door shut. I mean, we're gonna tell everyone, but, like, yeah, it's probably a secret. Yeah. <laughs> you mage hand the door shut, she opens the door, gestures to, um, one of her, you know, trainees, whispers to them to, you know, make sure they're... She's not disturbed for a little bit. Highly irregular circumstances as it is. And then uh, returns, closes the door, and uh, gestures, gestures for you all to sit around a uh, very plain table with uh, very basic stools. Yes, uh, gentlemen, how can I uh, be of assistance in, uh, well, to Dell's, uh, how can I be of assistance to you and Dell? So, okay, so remember, Del, Del had this vision, and I'm going to re- I'm going to tell you what I, how I remember him telling me, aka I'm going to literally read my notes, and we'll see if anybody can make sense of it. Very well, very well, yes. 
There's a container knocked over. Water is coming out. Looking in the container looks like a larger cavern, all on Arctic expanse. That's what led us yeah. here. Arctic expanse. I, see. I do see why it led you here. I believe you are on the right track. If you recall the last time you were here, I did say that, uh, well, you know, the the tundra plains out past the city are full of trials for the unprepared adventurer. Things that aren't necessarily explained. People go missing. Days go missing. Uh, right, yeah. Hey, did you say I, days go missing? Yeah, let's, let's tell uh, a person or two I've heard explain it, has said it. Uh, yeah, but like it's Monday and then the next day it's Wednesday? For for them on a personal level, maybe. Uh, it's it's always been very confusing. Uh, the play, That's why we don't go out there. Also, I think um, it's not Monday, then Wednesday at all in any way, no. shape, or form. Because remember, we do actually have days of the week. <laughs> Shit. Yes, of course we have days of the week. It's like first day and then it's third day? <laughs> that's pretty That's pretty much what it translates to, if we're being honest. Yeah, no, it pretty much translates to like first day and third day. Because the days are nulo uno du tree bark. Yep. Now. And you could assume yeah. that it's some little like colloquial thing is to call them first, second, and third day. It's yeah. fine. It's that's, that's complete yeah, first, second, and third day, she'd be like, Yes, that uh, makes complete sense. Yes, well, it's never made a ton of sense to us, of course, you understand, but I mean, who are we to deny what people have experienced? I've well no one goes exploring for the unexplained and the, you know, the unrewarded. There's no money in exploring a, a tale, an old tale of the wintry wastes. There's no money in it. There's no glory in it. There's nothing but confusion and issue. And, well, if we, we have no reason to go... To go further into the further into the tundra, there's there's no arable land. There's no you know resources to be mined. There's no point in going up there. So no one's really ever bothered with any of the stories or the rumors. Of course, there are other stories, you know, giant beasts, traps of sorts, and who knows what's real and what's not. But if Dell's talking about weirdness again it would behoove you just to walk into the walk into the waste and see where it takes you well just so i'm trying to put some stuff together in my brain it's working a little slow here so i don't know if you know how much like what dell's working on we think oh yes accents coming back or i mean we can talk freely behind closed doors of course uh but uh you know, my you may have gleaned my uh, persuasion of sorts. I, you know, am of the druidic nature. Well, it it's a not talked about, but generally acknowledged, you know, uh, understanding that we weren't too fond as a people of uh, 
the common of accent and all of that. And well, some of us stayed and made the best of it. And a good majority of our ancient knowledge left me because of it. Where where did it go? Well, I'm not quite sure. I can I can still occasionally feel a tie to them. There are items left behind of our people who, you know, sometimes if I can feel the item, I can feel connected to them. I'm not sure where it is. Hmm. They almost feel lost, if that makes any sense. But, you know, the earth will connect us still through its beating hearts. And it's not a well-kept secret that those of us of a powerful druidic persuasion would rather see a certain status quo parts of me uh, reverted. Mm. So, very, very good. We we do like Dell a lot because of his ability to help with some of that. Well, and so I know we're here because he felt one of the, another one of the twelve um, followers, or... Yes, yes, the abomination. Right, Jeez. and so, and we already took care of one, which caused us. Oh, that was you. Yeah, was you, was that you doing the sky yeah, thing? Apparently, yeah, we didn't ever. Know. You know, ever since that happened, I've been able to. I've been able to feel. You know, some of my old, some of the old friends again, almost as if we occasionally breathe the same air, even if it's taken years to travel to me. Hmm. Well, yes. It... So I guess I have a question, and seeing if maybe yes, you have yes. an idea of. So I, we know, like we took care of the one that was the symbol. Of, I think we took care of the one that was the symbol of the curly horn. All right. But then, which Very which good. one are we up here to 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 find? If it was the so if Dell's vision was water coming out of a container. Is that our clue? Is that what you think? I mean, it sounds like a clue. Um, but it sounds it sounds like you're looking for some more direction. I just, I want to, we went in against, we, we fought the the, yes. the, the you know, the curly horn a, a little blind. And we made you it said, out alright, yes. but it'd be nice to have a little bit more information this time. You said a container with with water coming out water of it? Water yeah. spilling out of it, yeah. There are a few of the twelve that you can you can you can easily rule out a good portion of them. There are a couple very much known for maybe a bit more attunement to the specifics of water. Um of them all, yeah, simple waves might not be the worst bet there. Um, yeah, but like, what does that even mean? Like, we're gonna fight a wave? Well, that's just their symbol. But give me another goat, man. <laughs> yeah, I. We already killed one. <laughs> you look they're way better. I I wasn't around when uh, you know, when all of this initially happened, but uh, I do know how the mother dragon was. I could. Let me let me petition the mother dragon for you, and see what I can uh, glean from the mother. 
And um, give you as much advantage as possible going in. I think that would really be that would really be helpful. Yes, yes. Uh, it may take a little bit for me to gain what I need from the audience with her, but something like this, the Mother Dragon wants this most of all out of all of us. She was around when it happened. Can you, like, tell us some of those people who lost a day and maybe we can go talk to them about, like, where the second day went? Yes, let me send you to a couple people who may be able to help and help give you as much information as possible, even if it's not that much. And I'll um, go petition the Mother Dragon. But I think that would be really helpful. We can just stay in one of the... Or in the, the place you're with your lodging house, right? Yes, yes. Uh, it is a new spokesperson for the lodging house, but she's a wonderful person. And um, just ask for Ialasa. Yeah, okay. Uh, she'll she'll see you set up and uh, tell her all. Uh, but tell her the uh, office of uh, the head of the community will cover your lodging. Oh, Dell can take care of that. He told us we're on we're on official business. He can take care of all oh, that. Fantastic. All right. I'll tell her I'll take care of it, and then I'll just settle up with Dell afterwards. We're it's fine. We're friends. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure he won't care. We're here for him. No, he. It's nothing I've not done before for him. He's doing doing good work. All right. Cool. But yes, I. She calls in. Um, you've met Zernus before. It's a male, red dragonborn. You said you said um, red. One of her. Okay. In male. Yes. yes. One of one of the one of the druids in training under her. Um, she tells him to first take you to Ialasa to get settled in, and then to bring um a couple people to you if they're available to talk about some sensitive information. And she'll go talk to the Mother Dragon for you. It'll be great. Cool. So. Okay, look, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks so much for your help. Yes, of course. I I mean, we all seem to want the same thing. So anything I can do to help, I'll, I'll do it to you know, be fully reunited with the entirety of Mother Nature again. We'll do all we can to help you. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Uh, Zernus, take them on. Um, Zernus will lead you to the longhouse that you remember from before. It has a couple simple rooms with very simple beds. This is Jason. I just want to take a quick break from the podcast to say thanks for listening. If you have any questions for the cast or about anything in general, you can find us on Twitter at RuleOfCoolCast or send an email to TheRuleOfCoolPodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, you can also contact us on Twitter or by email. Today, we'd like to give a special thanks to you for sharing this podcast with five people. This week, The Rule of Cool is sponsored by New Year's Resolutions Already Being Broken. Our intro, outro, and interstitial music is a song Orchids by Ubred Raptors. You can find their music wherever fine music is sold or at their website, ubredraptors.com. 
And with that, we'll get back to the podcast. Uh, Paleus, do you, like, have any of that, uh, special stuff you got here last time? Did you, like, hide it away in the house? Uh, no, unfortunately it was complete rubbish, but, uh, I believe we do happen to have some. Uh, Chadwick, you still have that, uh, bag of holding on you? Yeah, I do, here. Put your hand in this, in this bag of holding here. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, like, pop it open, like, bloop! It's strategically placed, Paleus. It's- for whose sake is it strategically placed (laughs) that's exactly where you okay you get the drugs out (laughs) you get the drugs my god Sarah you know by now we don't do anything the quick way nothing I thought we were moving too linearly so I had to derail us honestly that's fine (laughs) heaven forbid we have one episode where we don't do complete bullshit frequently distracted hold on I will say we've done ninety percent bullshit so far. I think I got ten percent of ten percent good with Fahim. All right, I did yeah. good. We did very I well. To be right, we had a, um, yeah. I also am, I also am pretty proud of myself for not doing a terrible accent. Yeah, you did good. I mean, it's a terrible accent, but it was consistent. Consistently <laughs> terrible is still consistent. <laughs> yeah. Who's to say the real Dragonborn accent isn't? Terrible Midwestern American girl tries Gaelic. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's what it is now. Just like how it's terrible Midwestern girl tries uh, tries Eastern European and terrible Midwestern girl tries... Damn, we should go back and rename the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys are in the longhouse. Thernus is introducing you. Yes, and well, this is uh, Yalasa. Yalasa, these are uh, special guests of um, uh, Fahim. She uh, wants them taken care of on unofficial government government stipend. And Yalasa looks at you. Um, she is another red dragonborn. Holds out her hand for each of you to shake. And she says, Well, it's a pleasure to meet you each. Might I know your names? Oh, please, 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 God, let let her come to me for the for the handshake when jo- when uh, Paleus's hand is down in the bag of holding. That would be so beautiful. Her first introduction. She pointedly, <laughs> pointedly ignores whatever you're doing and holds out her hand. No, I'll just and no, and I'll totally nonchalantly like shake her hand, like nice to meet you. I'm Chadwick. A pleasure, Chadwick. I'm going to use my other hand that's not the bag of holding. Nice to meet you, too. Uh, oh, wait. Is, is I'm that Paleus. your name? Or is Paleus. Paleus is, Paleus is a good name. Yes. And hi, I'm Reese. Reese. Nice to meet you. Very, very nice to meet you, Reese. And, and, and I'm Vaughn. Hi. Hello, Vaughn. It's a, it's a pleasure to meet each of you. Will you be requiring uh, separate rooms or? Oh, I think just like <laughs> one bed. Could, could we get the room that's just a whole bed? <laughs> yeah, we we don't have anything so outlandish here. 
Uh, you know, I'll, I'll put you up. You're fairly uh, reasonably sized people. I'll put you up each in a, your own room. That way you don't have to worry about the size of the beds. Yes? That sounds so she great. Shows, she shows you the four identical looking rooms that each have a twin bed in them. Reese runs in and says mine and takes one. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Zernus says, uh, you'll be uh, taking a couple of meetings here, huh? The the table down at the end of the end of the row is well, it's normally where we serve breakfast, but uh, you can use that for your meeting if you want to. I can I can make myself scarce if it needs to be private. Let me know if I can help with anything. And lunch will be served at exactly high sun. Oh, uh, thank you. Yes, I'll I'll just make myself scarce. Busy. Uh, well, gotta get busy in the kitchen. Cooking for ya. Well, thank you so much. Hey, look, Ialosa, before you go, look, have you heard anything about, like, weird stuff out in, like, the tundra? There's always weird stuff out in the tundra. There's giant beasties. There's, you know... What do they look all like? Sorts. Well, I've heard one's really big and shaggy. I've heard one walks on two legs but runs on four. All sorts of fun stories that you hear. No point in coming out and verifying. Why would you ever need to go out into the tundra? <laughs> Only a fool's errand would take you out there. But, um, yes, and then, of course, there's snow blindness. There's wind deafness. There's freezing cold that comes upon you so quickly. You lose all sense of time and direction. Oh, my God, did you lose a day? No, no, I, I would never be so foolish as to go out there. No, I... Stay here, put. I only recently got put in charge of the lodging and sustenance for travelers. Uh, before that, I was just handling, you know, the kitchens for the kitchens for the uh, farmers. But well, you can like you can thank us for that promotion. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it a promotion. No one's. There's. It's not much of a hierarchy here. It's. It's just a new role for me. A new. Well, it is great to get to meet some travelers, expand my horizons, learn about the different peoples of the world. Uh, oh, were you the ones who um, handled the unfortunate circumstance of the night hag? Yeah, I think we were. One, one with Ragnock? Yes, with uh, with wonderful Ragnock. Yeah, the wonderful Ragnock, yep. Quite a character, Ragnock. Yeah. Very interesting person, not... Not very much like his family, but very, very helpful. Comes home sometimes and, uh, you know, helps out around the city. Oh, that's right. He would be from here, wouldn't he? Well, his family is. I, I believe he grew up around the rest of the continent, but kind of a local hero. Good man. Well, I'm glad you like him. All right, well, I'll go get started on lunch and uh, just make yourselves at home. That's like the best idea ever. <laughs> Fantastic. So she leaves you to go into a back room that functions as the kitchen. If you remember the long house, it is a long house room. <laughs> it's, it's a long open room with some tables and kind of like a desk area and some very basic chairs. Not really a lot of plush upholstery here. The ground is packed permafrost earth, not really any ornamentation. 
the walls are a com the walls and ceiling are a combination of packed earth and um beams to hold things up hold the structure in place off of the walls there's of course the steps down from the entry from outside and an array of these small bedrooms that each hold a twin bed and then the kitchen so pretty bare pretty utilitarian you guys wait a little bit and two dragonborn enter along with Zernus. he introduces them this is uh kurabar and his brother victican they're both blue dragonborns he says they uh well they were out in the wastes and have have a tale that may be useful to listen to if you'd if you'd like. We would. Very well. Um I'll leave you with them then. They both look hesitant, but you know, have been asked to do this and therefore are. But they look around the room and look at you. And then um the one introduced as Victican approaches and holds out his hand and he goes, uh Well, this is uh Interesting day for us, I guess. Uh, as you've heard, my name is Victican. It's my brother, Kurovar. We're the, uh, the lore weavers. Perhaps you've heard of us? Mm, we haven't spent too much time here. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, well, we travel. We do a traveling uh, show. I don't think I've run across you. That's fine. If you ever want to see our show, uh, we can give you a discount, uh, but... That's not what we're here for today, is it, Kurovar? And Kurovar just kind of shakes his head now and, uh, well, if you if you have questions for us, we've heard. Uncomfortable questions, probably. So we thank you for, you know, doing this in private, I guess, uh, if, if you want to sit. Yeah, let's all sit. Wonderful, wonderful. They both sit next to each other on a bench and look at you. Say, uh, yes, well, uh, how can we be of assistance to, uh, the friends of, um, our leader? Well, we heard that you might have spent a little bit of time in the, in the tundra. Is that true? Kurovar flinches at that. Hmm. And, uh, Victican goes, yes, well, uh, I... Spent time looking for my brother in the tundra. He, uh, well, he had an interesting experience, I would say. We, yeah, we we heard that potentially he, did he lose, like, time? Like a day? Like, he thought he was out there for, you know, two days. Had he been out there for three or something? Uh, not the best way to explain it, I would say. It's, Curve, why don't you explain in Curvars? Hesitantly starts speaking, and he goes, Yes, well, the first thing you must understand is that it's not going to sound very believable. Okay. So I need you to, pr I need you to promise that you're not going to think I'm crazy. Well, I promise, <laughs> and I'll point to Vaughn and be like, but I don't know that he can promise. He's Sorry, no, just the, just the whole, like, it was basically like, Promise me you won't laugh. And, like, the first thing I did when she said that was, like, I'm fucking giggling right now. 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, Vaughn, like, keep your composure, man. <laughs> Cast sleep. Just, <laughs> 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 yes. oh, well, whatever. Fahim's asking this favor of me, I may as, may as well swallow my pride. So, I'm, you know, and I'm not the trainer of our pseudo-dragons, but I do do some performances with them, and, and I was working with one of them one day, and he got a little off of his leash, and it th- he just... For some reason, he started flying off into the tundra like a little idiot. I don't understand. Maybe he went cold crazy. But, um, so I ran after him. And, but of course it was a blizzard. Because why wouldn't it be a blizzard? The one day I have to walk into the tundra, why wouldn't it be a blizzard? And of course, I was following the little idiot pseudo-dragon. And I never did find the little shite, but, well, I got all turned about. And then... I found this, uh, this cave, and I thought, well, I may as well do myself a favor if I'm not going to find the little shitty uh, dragon. I may as well uh, take cover until I can see, well, where I can see up from down, even. So I went inside, and oh, that's when things started getting a little weird and just a little crazy. And then, well, I, I swear I thought I died, but then I woke up, and I wasn't dead. And then a nice man said, oh, I can let you go now if you'd like. Uh, what what did this nice man look like or sound like or literally any information you can give me about this person? Well, he, he looked kind of like your friend there and he points at Vaughn. You know, where he's got the ears but not a lot of it. Hmm. Young, but I mean, young, young for, you know, a humanoid of that type. And he, he was by himself, but... You know, there were there were just things during about his room, and he said some things and big words, and you know, he said, "You have a choice. You can leave, be free and happy, and blah 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 blah." The, what was I that? Mean, blah, really, blah 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 blah. Do you do you remember? You, you can be you can be free, but you can never come back. Or you can play with me and maybe get to wish, and there's a downside, and. If you lose bad thing all I really heard was you can play a game with me and risk you know your soul or something like that, or you can just leave and go home and never come back and I was like, Well that one please And he was like, As you wish and then, you know, I was I was outside the city again and I I could see I could see the mountain because the blizzard was gone by then of course. And honestly it it, it felt like I was well, with the walking in the cave, and the sleeping in the cave, and then the dying in the cave, because some some weird things killed me, I thought. But then the dying in the cave, and then the talking with the man, it sure felt like I had spent a day or two there, right? But I got out, and it was almost like no time was no time had passed. Like I I th- I thought, you know, sleeping and dying, and then not being dead took some time but it's not that i lost time it's that i felt like i gained time without uh actually having time do jack and i was back and gosh darn if that little 
pesky pseudo dragon hadn't beaten me back, of course, because apparently it doesn't get lost in the blizzard. And it was just sitting in its little cage looking at me like, <laughs> I've outsmarted you. And well, it's just say he's not my favorite to perform with after all. But then, of course, they all have their own personalities. And gosh darn, if he can't do the sword tricks, I've got to use him in the show, right? But he had beaten me back, but not by much, apparently. Apparently, he just came flop out of the blizzard, and then the blizzard ended, and then I was back. And it was the same gosh darn day that I left in the blizzard, if you'd believe me. But I swear I slept, and then I died, and then I didn't die. Hmm. And I didn't walk a single foot, you know, to get back towards the city. Well, people said, oh, you just went snow mad. You were out there in the cold and the blizzard and the snow. And that's why, you know, with all the with all the snow rushing past you, you thought time was going faster or slower or wonky or, you know, you, you hallucinated it all. And you made up some fantasy in your mind so that you wouldn't die and... You know, you turned around and you walked back the way you came through the blizzard and that's how you ended up at the edge of the city. But gosh darn, you know, that's some that's some fantasy, right? Because it's not like, if I was going to fantasize about something, why wouldn't I fantasize of, you know, why wouldn't it be more sexual in nature if I was going <laughs> to pass the time with my mind, right? Honestly, normally when I daydream, it's either about, you know, sex or it's about, you know, fame. I don't understand what a cave and what me dying would have anything to do with it. But everyone tells me I was just snowman. I first just want to say that I believe every single word that you just told me. He he does like the backhand slap to his brother's shoulder and he goes, see there, Vic. Someone else believes me. <sighs> I think you've given us so much information and it's really going to help us. I don't think I know everything. I don't know what everything means yet, but I think you've given us a lot of information and I really thank you for your time. Well, wonderful, wonderful. And remember, if you want to see the Lord Weavers in show, I'm sure we could procure you our uh, touring schedule if you want. Uh, you know, I'm sure... I think we're going to be gone, but like, we're here on business, and I think we're going to be gone to do that business hopefully soonish. So, if, but if you would bring that by and we're not here, just leave it with, uh, with our good friend, uh, Ilyasa. Yeah. And, sh and she can totally, like, make sure we get that. Cause I think that'd be really cool to see you all. Because let me tell you, if you're a group called the Lore Weavers and you just told, tell me the story you just told me, I think you guys will, must be amazing. Victor and looks and says, well, mostly we just do, uh, you know, the pseudo dragon show. But if you would like a private performance. Maybe you should tell stories. Well, I mean, it's hard to tell stories with pseudo dragons. Yeah, there are not many stories with dragons to tell that are like interesting. It. I mean, what dragons do you know of? The mother dragon? That's the only one mm. we know of. It's not like she does anything, you know, that you can act out fantastical or whatnot. No, no. Much better to see the pseudo dragons. Uh, the sword trick, you know. That dragon's got a little bit of a temperament, but he very good with that sword trick he is. It sounds like it'd be fun. It is. It's a ripper on good time. As 
do you have any other questions for my brother or for I? Or is that all uh, we can do for you today? I mean, I think you I've got everything I need. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, now, if you need anything else from us, uh... hey, so like, um, is like going snow mad? Is snow crazy like a real thing? Yeah, probably. I mean, if you're out in the cold and the blizzard and you're just staring at the snow all around you and you can't tell up from down, let alone left from right, I'm sure some people go snow mad. I'm going to reach my hand in my pocket and grab the transmuter stone and change it to resistance to cold. And just, like, keep nodding with the uh, with the conversation <laughs> going on. I swear I didn't go snowmad. Yeah, I believe you completely, man. Also, like, where were you? Like, where is this cave? Could you, like, tell us or show us? I was turned about a good deal. I'd say maybe 270 degrees. In the snow blizzard, but, uh, I felt like the cave almost found me. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, but, like, where did you start? Well, I just started walking north. No, I mean, like, where did you start with your dragon? Oh, with the dragon? Yeah, like you said, you were somewhere with, like, a dragon in a cage, and then you walked away. Yeah, I was in, I was in the amphitheater. Uh, training them for a show that was going to happen later that day for the children. And he escaped and he fluttered right out the right out the volcano, if you'd believe it, and started heading through the city. And gosh darn if I didn't look like a raven fool running after a tiny little dragon, fluttering, avoiding my every grasp. And of course, the blizzard started kicking up as soon as we headed towards the boundary of the city. Walked right on into it. Okay, look, so... Uh, one more, like, which boundary? The north. northern edge of the city. He just basically started heading north into the tundra. Cool. Yeah, super helpful. I mean, it's not not helpful. Yeah. yeah. So if you're looking for a place to avoid, there, there would be a very good place to avoid. I unfortunately think we can't avoid it. I think that's where we need to go. Yeah, and look, you said it was a man. Yeah, if you do run, a, run across the very nice man, there's quite pleasant. I thought I had died and I hadn't died and then he let me come home so it's not like there was much to it. If anything, maybe he saved my life from the blizzard. And you said he looked like Vaughn? He he had the ears that are pointy but not, you know, overly pointy. So half out. I'm gonna like lean over to Paleus like are my are ears really that pointy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean com- comparatively to you know, that one there and he points at Chad. You know, he welcomed me back and uh, welcomed me to his home, told me I could call him gone. And, oh. uh. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, what? Why yeah, didn't you I'll mention say, that all earlier? All the people at home listening are taking notes right now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, he, he said, you can call me gone. Welcome to my home. Uh, you can leave if you want, but you can't come back, or we can play a game. Did he give any indication about what this game might be? I mean, I didn't really stick around to learn much about it. I was kind of, you know, well, I did think I had died. I did think I had been killed. So, you know, that does a number to a person's psyche. And I I just wanted to go home. And I was like, well, if I've died, really, I, you know, I'd rather not be dead and I'd rather not be here. 
because I'm pretty sure I died around here. But now I'm not dead and I don't want to, you know, take a chance that I'll die a second time. That wouldn't be fun. I agree. I am I am the face of the show after all. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much for your time. Look look at this face. I mean, this is the face that sells the show. My brother, you know, look at his ugly mug. They look fairly similar. But I feel like I feel like Paleos would know that on a deep personal level. He's like, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I get it. I cannot agree with you, Ma. And his, his brother's just nodding along. He's like, yes, yes. That no, it's unfortunate that I didn't get the get the good looks of our father. <laughs> Take after our mom. But uh, at least I'm good with the training, and he's good with the showmanship. So really, you do need one of each anyway. Is there any other questions we can help with her? No, I think you've answered everything we could possibly need. Wonderful, wonderful. You better be back to uh, feed the little feed the little devils. They bid you adieu, and they leave. Adieu? And lunch is brought out. Nom, 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 nom. Anytime food is put eat. in front of us, it is getting devoured. <laughs> It's the second pizza he gets that he leaves out. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about second pizza? <laughs> oh, God. Pizza-Z's? Pizza-Z's. <laughs> what about would you like to add garlic knots? <laughs> <laughs> what about two liter of wild cherry Pepsi drink by yourself? <laughs> what about a, a, whole, a whole six bottles of wine? It's fine. It's not a problem. <laughs> Sarah got the dog, so she's technically never drinking alone. That's true.